I say hi, welcome to Binge Watch with us. That's Pickles. That's Lisa. And what are we currently watching? Um, we are watching Riverdale. Did we just do the introduction? So, oh God, I hope so. Come binge watch with us. I want to get this over with. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we're watching Riverdale. I'm so excited about Riverdale. We watched the first episode. Yes. I don't know if we're going to stick with one episode at a time. We don't know. I I kind of want to catch up with the new one, the new season coming out soon. Yes. Yes. We That's... have to be done with both seasons before the new season starts. Well, we don't have to do anything. Yes, we have to. <laughs> Our four listeners will be very upset otherwise. Look, this is going to be off the rails from the beginning, so let's just <laughs> go with that. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. Should we talk yes. about how we met? Yes, real quick. Yeah, we'll go over that. Um, so um, I, we work together, and I came to Lisa as a very young lad. Uh, <laughs> 12. She was 12. I was 12. We have been friends for uh, probably over 10 years now, huh? Yes. Or close to it. Oh, yeah, because I think you started in 07 or 08. Yeah. So that um, long. And um, we've been together ever since. You tried to leave me, and I followed you. Yes. For about, what, two years? Mm-hmm. And then I brought her over to the, can we say Current company. Yes, sure. Current, Current yeah. company. <laughs> sure. And everybody thinks she's wonderful, so I'm wonderful because of it. And these are conversations that we have um, during the workday anyway. So... We decided to record them and share them with the world. The world needs us. Yes. The world, <laughs> the world needs to know our opinions on Riverdale, Riverdale and um, other shows in the future. Yes. Um, we both seem to um, find shows together and then we have got to discuss them. So we both have long commutes and we're both big podcast fans. Yes. But you're more than me. I listen to, yeah. like, five, if that matters. You listen to, like, bestsellers, yes. and I listen to podcasts about TV shows. <laughs> like, um, what's it called? Page 7? Page 7, yeah, that's on the Last Podcast Network. <gasps> I love Last Podcast. Did you listen to the most recent episode of Last Podcast? Yes, it's about the Australia? crazy Australian woman. Cool. Never heard of her. Me neither. Me neither. Okay. This will not be as well researched as those episodes. No, are. I'm not Marcus Parks at all. No, <laughs> no, no. Well, let's get started on the first episode of Riverdale. Okay. This is one of my favorite episodes. It's so awful. It's it's no. It's no. This is this is before it gets into the awfulness. So we are very behind. The first season probably came out. I think 2016. Yeah. And we're currently in 2018, but we decided to go back and start from the beginning. And the beginning starts with Jason and Cheryl. I call her Carol Cheryl. Carol Cheryl. Because that's an Archer reference for those of you who don't watch Archer. Yeah, they have a lot in common. They're both insane and redheads. Yes. (laughs) And rich. Um, Right away, well, we we start with Jughead's um, voiceover. Yay. 
voiceovers make me so happy. <laughs> He's very because moody. It goes over my head otherwise. I need somebody <laughs> to tell me what's happening. <laughs> so voiceovers are great for explaining to me what's going on. Yes. And so uh, Jughead, it, you know, tells us that this is a story about a town. Mm. And Riverdale is the town with pep. Did you know that? I did not know that. That's their town slogan, the town with pep. I need to start paying attention to that because, you know. What's the drug called? <laughs> that they... What is it? That's Goofy what it juice be or something. Yes. <laughs> and it's in it's in the, the pixie stick. Yeah. <laughs> it should be called the town with ridiculous drugs. It should be called the count the town with ridiculous people. Yeah. Um but it starts with Jason and Cheryl and they're in their giant white convertible. Yes. Driving down to the lake. Yes. So, of course, you know me. One of the first things I did was I went to Reddit and I went and pulled up this episode discussion. Of course. Right away, people are like, what's up with the incest vibe? I, I, You know what? I actually wrote that down. I'm like, why are they looking at each other? So, like, uh, It's a very romantic song. Yes. That's playing. One of the lines is, um, I think she says, call me your baby. Mm-hmm. As the as as you see them driving together, so it's it's weird. But Jughead makes it very clear. Thank God for voiceover yes. that they're twins. Yes, because we would know otherwise. Would... Well, because it seems very romantic. Well, I mean, they're dressed the same. Like, don't twins stop dressing the same after like twelve? Uh, I think. Put, yeah, after twelve, it does start to get creepy. I think it, the whole. Uh, anyways, yeah, I, the whole thing. I'm like. And then he has sex with his sister in the lake. Well, so, yeah, so I did a little more reading on Reddit, and it turns out that in one of the Archie comic variations, uh, that the incest is pretty blatant. Well, the rich, Um, rich, old rich money, and there is a lot of incest going on. To keep the line is there pure. Really? Well, back in back when Archie was originally written, yes. <laughs> in the fifties? Yeah. Well, Archie, I think, is older than that. I think Archie's yeah, like in the forties or something. I think so. I think you're right. I mean, I read Again, the... not not well researched. <laughs> no, we don't know anything. I know that I read the Archie comics as a kid. Never read any comics. I love them. Well, I like the Betty and Veronica. So what are they like? Like, what are, what is an Archie comic about? You know, Archie gets into trouble or something happens and the gang comes together and... Got it. You know, it's very that Scooby-Doo-ish. Oh, fun. That's fun. <laughs> Except for they don't have a big great gang. Um, you and this show needs more dogs. There's one dog. Archie's dog's name's Vegas. <gasps> That's right. I forgot he yes. has the golden retriever, yellow lab, yes. something. So, yeah, so we learn about uh, Jason and Cheryl, and the story begins uh, the week, no, the 4th of July. 4th of July. Very official. Yeah. Um, but our timeline picks up uh, right before everybody goes back to school, and um, we are introduced to a new person to town. Yes. Uh, Veronica. But don't we want to say what happens at the lake? Well, we get to that later. Okay, fine. I think so. No? Yeah. No. No? Mm-mm. Hmm. Jason ends up dead. <laughs> we are so 
Straight and narrow, straight and narrow, Look, straight and narrow. Because I have in my notes, he was declared dead after a one week. And I just he was oh, missing for a week. Yeah, he was missing for a week. Nobody. He's dead. That's just and because we love true crime, we know that's not because correct. in America we just let beautiful white males go missing <laughs> and week. then immediately declare them dead after They're a dead. week. They're dead. Bury Nobody's them. worried about it. Bury them. Bury them. An empty coffin. Let's 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 move this along. This isn't. We all move on. Yeah. Nancy Grace is fine. <laughs> Nancy Grace. <laughs> They don't even have enough time to record the, like, docudrama for this. In a week, right? Yeah. yeah they gave up pretty quick. They did. But yes. there is a reason that we give up yes. so quickly, and that comes in later episodes. Yes. Um, so, yeah, so we meet Veronica. She, so we see Veronica and her mom pulling up to their apartment. <laughs> so confusing. It looks to be a bank yeah. from the outside. Yes. It's like an old building, maybe it is an old bank, turned into apartments like the Whitney Hotel in New Orleans. Okay. That yes. was a bank. Um, Same thing. It's very fancy so, for a town of 1,000. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, Smithers meets them outside. <laughs> I wonder, is Smithers just waiting there for years? I think so. Because Veronica's never seen this place. And no. Veronica's about 15, 16 years old. So you have to assume that her mom, Hermione, has not been there in 15, 16 years. So what is the doorman doing this whole time? Well, and aren't they the only ones that live there? Like, I feel yes. like, oh, okay. See, I always felt like it was like an apartment building and they just had the penthouse or something. But I guess not with stuff and that happens It could later be. On. That, would, that would make more sense. That would. So maybe he did. Maybe he was like the caretaker? Question mark. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Turning away people who thought it was a bank. It's not a bank. Right. It's not a bank. <laughs> That's all he does. Is tell people we're closed. <laughs> we're closed. This is actually um, a residence. Go away. Yeah. Um, and Veronica and her money have moved to town because her dad is in jail. I don't know if they ever say, but they kind of hint around to it. Right. Yeah. He's not a great guy. This this apartment is in um, Veronica's mom's name. Yes. It's always good to have an escape plan. It is. And so. it's very, very fancy. To me, It like when you see the outside and you see the apartment, I think New York or something like that. But they're in Riverdale, which has one restaurant. So, right. So... Uh, no, there's two restaurants. Later in the second season, um, there is an Italian restaurant. that. Oh, appears. I always thought that was at Pops Underground or something. Oh, gosh. I can't wait to get to season three. I know, right? Um, <laughs> so this is my thing about Betty. So the mom says, like, oh, it's small, but remember, always classier. Veronica, not Some, Betty. Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, Veronica. Mm-hmm. She is incredibly insulting through this whole episode. Yes. Not a nice quality. No. At all. Well, and I'm thinking, like, you just moved your teenage daughter from New York, mm-hmm. very classy, to Riverdale. Is New York classy, though? Well, parts of it. You know, yeah. parts. Um, I'll let you know when we go in a couple of months. Um, but, yeah, I feel like she's very, like, very dismissive. Of her daughter, who I'm like, her dad's in jail or not in the picture for some reason. 
And mm-hmm. now she has to start a new high school in, like, two days or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how, you know, like, a typical teenager, I think, would be, like, throwing themselves on the floor and, like, really upset. And the fact that Veronica is kind of pulled together... And she's like, let's do this or whatever that, you know. That's very true. My parents got divorced when I was 15. And um, it was not a good, like, five years after that. (laughs) But they're not divorced. He's just in prison. Well. Or whatever. Which is worse. I don't know. I feel like either way it's a bad. You end up listening to emo music either way. (laughs) I feel Which is what happened to me. It's. I think I think it depends on the circumstances. Like, I think if her dad was in jail for, I don't know, stopping a whaler ship or damaging nuclear plants or something, that, like, you'd be mm-hmm. okay with it. But you have a feeling he's in for bad reasons. Like, yeah. very shady yeah. from the get-go. So then we meet um, Betty and Kevin. This scene is in... Betty's bedroom. I love um, I love Betty. She's so pure. But right away the CW lets you know this is a CW show because I think she's in a bra the first time we see her. Yes. Yeah. So right away we're going to give you some underage sex. <laughs> yes. We're very excited about that, by the way. Yeah. Yes. Um, and Betty and Kevin are talking about Archie, yes. who's Betty's next door neighbor. Yes. Um, Kevin notices that Archie's hot now. And I have to say something about this. As people yeah. who listen to True Crime Podcast, um, why are they both changing clothes in front of a window that sees directly into the other window? No curtains drawn. Like, they're like, strip off t-shirts. She's running around her brassiere. Like, I want to say um, because they're 15 and maybe that's something 15 year olds would do. But was I that comfortable with my body when I was 15? Probably not. I'm not that comfortable <laughs> with my body at 47. Like, right. I definitely <laughs> wouldn't walk in front of a window with my brassiere on. One, it would kill the Windows neighbors. are always closed. Yeah. yeah whether, you're, whether you're proud of yourself or not. Those, yeah. those drapes are drawn. I mean, I was just like, mm-mm. Mm-mm. I know. It upset me. So then Betty and Archie go to a diner, and Betty's going to tell Archie that um, she's in love with him. Yay. Um, very anticlimactic, I feel like. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I don't know, I just thought it was a, uh, you could have done, you could have done better, Betty. Yeah, I don't know, it was very wishy-washy, I think. Yeah. I didn't like it. Um, but uh, Archie is immediately... Uh, distracted by Veronica, who comes in to pick up some burgers. And a cape. And a cape! Yes! That's right! (laughs) You see what I focused on? I was like, she's wearing a cape. Here's how you make a name for yourself in a new town. Wear a cape. Wear a cape. But, you know, I wish that capes would come back. They have. They have they? Yeah. Really? If I were to walk into work wearing a cape, it would be okay? I, I... If you wore that with your Banana Republic pants, yes. Yeah, I guess. It's a classic thing that never goes out of style. They just seem so warm. Yeah, I got one uh, when we were in Ireland recently, and I um, cannot wait to wear it to work. To a diner? To a diner. Pops, Mm -hmm. preferably to get a chocolate milkshake. Mm -hmm. And hamburgers that I've been dreaming about for 15 years. 
Like her mom. That's said. right. Yeah, her mom. Is. I've been dreaming about Pop's uh, hamburgers. I was like, they don't have any decent hamburgers in New York. All of New York. It's, it's New York. Um. Then we um go to Archie and different Reggie at at school. First day of school. Did you notice that? No, I didn't. Yes, that's a different. That's a different Reggie. I barely they recognize the main characters at this point. I know they don't continue with this Reggie. Uh, he's only in this episode because he goes on to um, uh, be in, what is it called? Is it 13 Reasons Why? Oh, yeah. He is in uh-huh. 13 Reasons Why. <gasps> yeah. That's right. Oh. So they replace um, uh, Reggie with a new Reggie, hoping no one would notice, and Lisa didn't notice. I did not notice at yeah. all. Uh, Reggie is disgusting. He wants to know who Archie had sex with. I would love to know if these are actual conversations that guys have. No. I'm no? thinking not. Um, okay. I mean, I think they do, again, maybe locker room talk. You know? Yeah, this is in the hallway. Yeah, I just don't think they're that blatant. But I don't know. I've, it's been a number of years since I've been in high school. So... Yeah. Um, Veronica gives Betty a tour. Yes. Of the school. Nope, sorry. Betty gives Veronica a tour of the school. There you go. Um, my note here says, so many of Veronica's comments go over my head. <laughs> Would you explain Blue Jasmine to me? I, I don't know anything about that. We, you don't know what Blue Jasmine is? Uh-uh. Veronica calls herself the Blue Jasmine of the school. I think it's an old play. Uh, but again, I'm probably completely wrong. Okay. Like, so two two different generations here. Yeah. I'm a hundred. Neither one of us got no. it. No. And I, it almost made me think of something like from Truman Capote. She, I feel like Ronnie would listen to or read Truman Capote, which oh, wrote, see, I thought it was the director. <laughs> I don't know why we're friends. Okay, know. so Truman Capote, here's a little side note for those of you who don't know Pickles. Uh, mm-hmm. He wrote In Cold Blood, which okay. you should read. It's a great Heard book. Heard of it. Yes. Okay. I think uh, the Dallas Murderinos are reading it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and also Breakfast at Tiffany's, which we were just talking about. Don't like Breakfast at Tiffany's. I didn't get it. I can't. You need to watch it again. It just seems like a bunch of... I don't know. Hippies hopped up on Adderall. I didn't get it. <laughs> <They're not> hippies. <laughs> it was bizarre. And Truman Capote was best friends with Harper Lee, oh. who wrote To Kill a Mockingbird. Harper Lee is your dog. Harper Lee is my dog. She's also a writer. Okay. Um, and her character Dill in To Kill a Mockingbird is based off of Truman Capote. Do you think then? Yes. Do you think that Jughead has some, what's his name from To Kill a Mockingbird? Atticus Finch? Yes. No. No? No, no Atticus Finch no. qualities? No. All right, never mind. Let's move no. on. <laughs> Atticus Finch is pure and awesome and amazing, and Jughead's not. No, Jughead is awesome. I mean, he is awesome, but not Atticus Finch awesome. Um, so then, after the tour of the school... Um, we see Archie in the um, auditorium. Yes. And he's going to approach a trio of singing girls. 
Um, and I have in my notes boo singing. <laughs> no, I have in my notes um, love the pussycats and I want those ears. I want to start wearing those Sh- ears. Sure, but Josie is such a bitch. She just, she's harsh. She's like, um, excuse me, this is like our recording area or our practice area. Like, Archie's going to steal their song. What she says is, I see you looking at our pussycat ears, <laughs> but put way too long of a pause between pussycat. <laughs> she comes on strong. All Archie wants is, I don't know, to, I don't. he might want some opinions on some songs he wrote over the summer. These very deep emo songs that he wrote over the summer. Oh, God, they're awful. They're so awful. And I even talk about that <clears throat> when we get into him and the songs a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so he is strongly denied for seemingly no reason. Well, he's not black or female, and she's very important. She's very fixed on the brand. Sure, you're doing air quotes. Yeah. They can't. They can't hear the air. Quotes. They can. Um, they got my meeting. And... Yeah, she's 15 and has a brand. <laughs> That's gonna work out. I love this show so much. Um, I have here on my notes, uh, Veronica. What are you talking about? What is Ansel Elborn? No idea. No, it's okay. Neither one of us. So we would assume that the CW target audience is like teens, like maybe mid twenties, mm-hmm. right? Because we yeah. are not their target audience. No, I'm definitely not. That right? Yeah, and I'm googling so, Blue Jasmine while we're doing this. So go ahead. Okay, and so I don't. I, I think Veronica calls Archie Ansel Elborn, and if I didn't get it, and I literally wrote down these words because I thought I'll have to have Lisa explain that to me, and you don't. I get don't it. get it. I don't know. Why is she saying these things? I don't know. The only thing I can find for Blue Jasmine is that movie, that Woody Allen movie that came out like five years ago. Okay, so maybe Veronica must be like a big oldies movie fan. Okay, so basically it's after her marriage to a wealthy businessman collapses, New York socialite Jasmine flees to San Francisco and the modest apartment of her sister. Okay, so Veronica and her mom. Er, Got it. So that, okay, so that makes sense. So now we know what Blue Jasmine is. Look, right. look we're being educated. <laughs> um, in this scene, um, Kevin calls... Betty and Archie end game. So now that we have seen the entire first season, second season, third season is getting ready to start. Do you still think that Betty and Archie are end game? No. No. No, I don't think so. Um, it's just strange that they seem to like really establish that in the first season and then it never had any intention of going with no. it. No. <laughs> this is a definite for sure. Maybe not. Or maybe it's just because so, the, they just let it go the way it goes. Like the writers or whatever. I, and, I feel like, so I'm a, I'm a big Pretty Little Liars fan. Oh, I stuck with Pretty Little Liars for all of the seasons after it got completely ridiculous, after they should have ended it. Um, and it did seem towards the end of Pretty Little Liars that they were... And Pretty Little Liars um, was one of the first shows to like be super... Um, popular on Twitter, so Pretty Little Liars would put up hashtags on the scene on the screen, and so the the viewers would you're laughing, the viewers 
would get involved through the hashtags. It was it was very smart marketing. We should use hashtags. But um I oh god, I'm terrible at them. Yeah, me too. Um so but towards the end of Pretty Little Liars, I feel like a lot of the fan involvement was writing the show. Mm. And I think that may be what happened with some of the relationships mm-hmm. um, in the second season is that the the fans, the fandoms, I mean, there's some that you just, they, they get so attached, you cannot break them up. No. You know? Yeah. So that could be what happened there. That could um, be. So, but in this scene, we hear Archie's music. Yeah, it's acoustic. And it's apparently the most awesome music ever written. Yeah, um, uh, Veronica's very impressed with the fact that he's handsome and can sing as in, in on the football team. Archie looks like he does not have any redeeming qualities at all. He looks Neanderthal-ish to me. A little, yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if it's because he has that little scar, God bless him, in the center. He does have a little scar. Well, first let me explain what happened with Archie. Um, I forget the actor's name. I follow him on Instagram. I should know. Um they're all great follows on Instagram. Yes. Uh, they, they, so he is a natural, I think he's naturally dark hair. Yes. Um, and so they have to dye his hair orange mm-hmm. to be a ginger, where in this episode he's referred to as the ginger stallion. Yes. <laughs> I swear to God, I was like, I'm going to go throw up now. It's so disgusting. They tried to dye his eyebrows. To match his hair. Sure. And they found out that the actor is very allergic to that dye. Oh, no. Yeah. So, I think throughout some of these first episodes, you can actually see some of the reaction his skin has had to the dye. Later on in the second season, he has naturally dark eyebrows, and they just let it go. I mean... I mean, you can't make the man go blind. I'm sorry, the kid. Well, and so, but that might contribute to what you're talking about with the, the, the brow bone. Yeah, maybe. He might have, he might have actually really had a little bit of swelling well, no, I feel bad in this episode. Because yeah, I have no, you allergic should. reactions to everything. <laughs> um, I'm picking on a 15 year old who's really 21. He's 19. He's 19 oh. in this episode. Yeah. He's 19? Yes. He's one of the youngest actors. Oh, okay. On the show. I thought you meant, I don't know. His character is not 19. His character is 15. (laughs) The actor is 19. Okay, so, you know, I took that as he's 19. I was like, see, I told you Archie's stupid. He's four years older than everybody (laughs) else. He's still in high school. He's still in high school. No (laughs) wonder he's taking every extracurricular activity. Yeah, he's just trying to get out of there. Because he's he's stupid. And he's good at football because he's 40 pounds heavier than everybody else. He's, He's drinking now. Um, um, yes. But, so we hear his music. It's very emo. It's very romantic. It's very throaty. It's, it's very, very stupid. You know. It's horrible. If you sang that to me, I would laugh in your face. I'm, I am not singing. I don't like to sing happy birthday know, to right? people. <laughs> uh, but we find out that these very romantic, very cheesy songs are about Mrs. Grundy. Yes. Mm. Okay, so this is where Reddit lost its mind. <laughs> they could not believe that they had the main character yes. um, in, in an, un, an illegal relationship. From the get-go. With, with a teacher. Right? 
we get a flashback of him walking down the street and literally like a sex predator, <laughs> Grundy pulls up in her car <laughs> and offers this minor a ride. Yeah. Yeah. He gets in the car like everyone has been told not to do. Well, none of it's, if it was, it's not a stranger though, because it was a teacher at his school, right? Well, that's exactly how sexual predators get people. I know, but you know, I mean, it's not like it was a stranger. <laughs> I do in my notes that I do have, she uh, was supposed to be that, um, that teen chick flick cliche of where you take the glasses yes. off and the ponytail <laughs> down <laughs> and she's she's beautiful then yes um and in, in most of those movies you're like the girl is beautiful with her glasses I mean, and the ponytail on what are you talking about and this actress <laughs> no. i didn't know it was the same person oh no she looks so bad with the glasses and the bun looks like a completely different person okay sure <laughs> What are your feelings? <laughs> you don't you disagree? No, I thought. I mean, I just thought she's trying to look frumpy so she doesn't drive all the boys boys wild because apparently she's hot stuff. Uh, and P.S. So I and what well, we find out that it's not just this one time either that her and Archie hook up in the rain in her bug, which has to be the smallest right. car in creation. Right, they have sex in a VW bug and. Archie is a massive person. Yeah. He's not a small person. In my head, he's like six something feet tall. Sure. He's, he's got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, uh, it probably wasn't even that good. <laughs> I mean, so what? It's with a teenager. They don't know what they're well, doing. I, I, what I have written down is because the way he acts with her afterwards, that that was his first time. It definitely was not good. Yeah. But it does, you're right, it does continue. They were with each other on the 4th of July. Mm-hmm. At where? When, um, at the lake. No, no, you have to name it. It's called Sweetwater. Oh, of course it is. <laughs> I wrote it down. So, by the way, guys, so let's take a moment to talk about Riverdale's economy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, we have to talk about that. The town is run on maple syrup. Of course it is. That's not a market that's going to bottom out any day now. No. <laughs> well, and I have to say, I have to think, though, that's because, and you probably don't know this because you're very young, that the there was a group in the 60s called the Archies. Uh-huh. And they wrote a song. I didn't know that. Sugar, sugar. Oh. Yeah. It's called okay. Sugar Sugar and it's like you are my candy girl. It's it's very bubblegum right. okay. pop. So it all ties in together. Yes. So that's probably why. Yeah. But again, I don't remember in the comic books what the town I mean, to me it was just small town USA. I don't think they said yeah. like I don't even No, we're I don't think we're made very clear here that the that the Riverdale world runs on syrup. Yes. Um and that I, that's why I'm assuming that the river was called Sweetwater because of the maple syrup. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. The whole thing's stupid. The point is um Archie <laughs> and his sexual predator are together. Um the day that uh Jason the incestuous twin goes missing. <laughs> yes. So, oh, we meet. So the next scene, we meet Archie's dad. Yay! 
the best person in Riverdale. I it's Luke Perry, right? Yes, it's Luke Perry. Okay, I thought so. Yeah. You know, um, I'm, I I never watched that show. Me either. Okay, that's what I was gonna say. I think that I might have. I was either too young or, like, my mom was too protective to let me watch TV like that yeah. when it was on TV. Um, so, because he was 90210, right? 90210. But. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. He was in the best movie ever made, ever, which is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. So, a lot of adult tie-ins with kind of horror that that late 90s early 2000 horror genre yes i did not know that he was oh but no yeah now that you mention it he is in that movie that movie is the best movie ever made it so that's what you that's what you love him from yes i love that movie it has david arquette in it it Mm -hmm. has Wee herman in it it is (laughs) a great and it has hillary swank in it Pee Wee Herman is in Buffy the Vampire yes, Slayer? He's, the, he's a vampire that loses his arm. Oh my god, you're right. Of course I'm right. Yeah. And he has one of the best... Is this before or after the arrest? After. Oh, um, okay. And it was at the end where he dies is one of the best, best death scenes you'll ever watch. Like, I can watch that show every day of my life and be happy. The show or the movie? I'm sorry, the movie. I've never seen the show in my life. I watched the show. See, I never watched the show. Because I was like... which I think was... I think Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the show, was um, a WB show. I think so, based on the comic book. Maybe, but the WB turned into the CW. Uh, That's right. I forgot. It all ties together. Yeah, okay. Um... So the the next scene we see Archie's dad. What is his name? I don't know his name. Andy Andrews. Is that it? What's no? Yeah, it's something like that. I'm googling. I'm googling. It is Andrews. Archie well, Andrews. Of course, it's name. Andrews. <laughs> no, he has a different last name. It's Smith. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. I'm looking it up. Um. Well, we we see Archie's dad. Um, he owns a construction company. He's in his little office, and Veronica's mom, Hermione, comes walking in. She wants a job from um, Archie's dad. That's not all she wants. She she wants to be an accountant. And then we find out that her husband's in jail for embezzling. Maybe his name is Fred Andrews. <laughs> Fred Andrews. Um, so the fact that she wants a job in accounting. Yes. With this kind of, it's just ridiculous. Well, and my thing is, I don't know, honey, hop that diamond ring you have on your hands that's the size of my laptop. Right. You probably wouldn't have to work for a while. Because I'm thinking you own the apartment, like you said, if it sat empty for 15 years. Yeah. So, you have to have some money somewhere. But anyway, go ahead. But, so, I, I have in my notes here, again, because we have seen season one and season two. Yes. I'm wondering if from day one, from this moment when she walks in, before this, if she had an evil plan all along. <gasps> oh, maybe. Maybe. Because I was trying to kind of catch little things on it. Like that, yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, later on we're led to believe it's her husband that's kind of like the evil genius behind all of it. But yeah. um, this is kind of her into a lot of the going on at Riverdale Yes. Is this this tiny little construction business. Yeah. Which, I'm like, do you really need an accounting person 
I mean, I feel like he he obviously didn't have one before. So mm-hmm. why does why does she think all of a sudden now he needs one? No, he did post for one. So she does <gasps> oh, say that okay. that he posted for a seasonal um, uh, accounts person. But is construction seasonal? Well, I think up north it has to be because you can't break ground on something if the ground's frozen. So that's the other thing. Where do you think this show, where do you think Riverdale is? Canada. (laughs) No. (laughs) It can't be small town USA, but in Canada. I think it's right on the border. I really do. I really think it's one of those itty-bitty states all the way up there. Mm -hmm. Um, Real close to Canada. And in my head, I think I remember them talking about going to Canada, but I might just be crazy. I might just be wishing. Well, it. yes, in season two, we do meet some characters from Canada. So see. they come, they come to visit. So see, yeah. so maybe I'm not uh, all that like. Yeah, there is some Canadian crossover, especially with the with the maple syrup business. Well, and that's so. again why I'm like, it's got to be so close to Canada because of the maple syrup, and that's what Canada's known for. And Justin. Mm. I have here in my notes, this is all I wrote. I must have been getting annoyed at this point. It says, Archie's music is very boring. (laughs) (laughs) But we've moved on Um, from that scene. (laughs) uh, So now we're at lunch. um, And so we see this, our kind of, um, uh, our sort of core four. Um, we've got Veronica, Archie, Buddy, and, um, Kevin. Yes. My favorite. At lunch together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Archie is playing his music and everyone is very impressed. Yes. <laughs> but you know what? The music that I listened to when I was 15, not very good. I guess I've always had awesome taste in music, so I can't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's funny that I ended up with a DJ because I literally need someone to tell me what good music is. Yeah, there you go. Um. So Cheryl comes over yes. and kind of wreaks havoc. This is one of my favorite Cheryl scenes. It's so Cheryl-esque. <laughs> it's perfect. She lets everybody know that she's on Twitter as Cheryl Bombshell. Yes. At Cheryl Bombshell. So, of course, you know, I went and looked that up to see if it was a real Twitter account. Uh-huh. Um, it is. It's only got one tweet. Yeah, and it's basically, you know, what kind of chaos can I cause in Riverdale this week? Yeah, I was really hoping for, like, an actual timeline. That would have been great. Um, Can I talk about Carol Cheryl for a minute? Please. I love her. Always. Let's talk about her forever. Let's talk about her lips. She is a bold lip, and she's proud of it, and I love it. It makes me want to wear lipstick again. It really does. I did start wearing lipstick I mean, because of Cheryl. She, I just, I, you know me, I get really fixated on certain aspects of actors and movies when I'm watching them, and her, every time she shows up, I'm like, those goddamn lips. I mean, they're oh like... God. They're mesmerizing. They're like jagger lips. They're very... They're mesmerizing. Yes. Love them. And she's very, she's very pale. Oh, perfect skin. Yeah. Perfect porcelain skin. Well, that's because, thank you, uh, Cover, Cover Girl, because I think they're a sponsor of the show. I don't know if it's the first season, but definitely the second season. Oh, really? I didn't know that. They have a tie-in with them, because every time you see them using makeup, it's like, make sure the label's facing the camera. Cover Girl. And, oh, I yeah. never noticed that, and that stuff, mm-hmm. I usually hate that kind of stuff. And you know, she, on her Instagram account, she also pairs with some face cleaning Mm -hmm. company or something she also um 
was the face of Beauty Blender for a little while. Aww. Um, yeah, which is a product that I love. Um, in our next scene, though, we get Archie and Sexual Predator together. Yes. And she actually says to Archie, because Archie wants music lessons from yes. her, because Josie and the Pussycats, I don't, just, I don't know what that scene was. I, I, um, I, I think it's just we have to introduce these people, everybody in this episode, so here's the Pussycats. I guess. Um, I don't know. She literally says, I don't think we should be alone together. Yes. Do you, because you're a predator. Yes. And I think I have it written down somewhere. I can't find it. But she's talking about, yeah, so the teacher's like, we can't meet like this or whatever. But aren't they in like a music room? Nobody's around. It's very dark. Yeah. And I'm like, if you want to meet somebody but not meet somebody, you know. Yeah. She says, uh, if, you know, if you want music lessons from me, then it has to be during my office hours Mm -hmm. and it has to be in the music room. Um, So the whole time I'm thinking, okay, so you just want to get caught with the teen boy. Well, and to me, like, if, if you if you know it's a mistake and you want to stay away, you meet him in the hallway with just 50 billion people no. around. He's yeah. 15 years old and his music is garbage. Just say no. Yes. <laughs> just say no. Just say no. But to me, I'm like, that's just not putting you in the best situation. You so know? then we go to cheerleading tryouts. Yay! <laughs> so this, favorite. this scene is the epitome of what this what Riverdale is and it's why I love it yes um Betty is trying to get on to the cheerleading team um Veronica decides to help her yes why I don't know because it seems like this Betty seems like a total pushover this whole episode yes Veronica does not seem like a nice person at all but she volunteers to help Betty Mm -hmm. uh get onto the team so they do their little cheer, and that's fine. And uh, Cheryl and her squad are not impressed. No. Um, so you tell me what Veronica does to impress Cheryl and her squad. She kisses very innocent Betty square on the lips. <sighs> and I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. And then immediately after, Cheryl lets them know, very blasé. Yes. That was so 1995. She says 1994. More. And so I was thinking about it. I don't know what happened in 1994, but to me, the blasé, you know, girl on girl um, event was the VMAs with Madonna, Britney Spears, yes. and Christina Aguilar. But I don't think that was 1994. No, it definitely was not. No. I think, I think was that was, that was late 90s or early 2000s. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but there's also the Cruel Intentions scene. Oh, yeah. Which I remember. That? Again, that's that won like an MTV Movie Award for Best Kiss or something so like that. So, practically the Oscars. Practically at, the Oscars. At the time, at the age I was at, yes, the Oscars. <laughs> um, so, I don't know where she's getting... The only thing, maybe 1994, what was that movie? Um, oh, it was like two girls... Um, going after one guy. Oh, I can't remember the name of the movie now. Very pretty. She's like still gorgeous. She I was a '90s been. star. She was kind of that 90210 era. Mm-hmm. I have no uh, idea. 
But Cruel Intentions came out in 1999. FYI. Yeah. No, this was a movie before then, and it also had two girls kissing in a swimming pool. The swimming pool scene was very sexy. No? Nothing? Nothing. What are you here for? I'm not sure. All I can think of is Scream. Um, No, this was before Scream. Yeah. Um, Hmm. I I really have no idea. In 1994, I won't say how old I was. Uh, Please don't. uh, My next notes um, talk about Archie and Jason. Um, Oh, that's right. Archie was at football practice. And he's given Jason's number. Which I think is really, again, we're moving very quickly. This boy dies. There's no body. Nobody knows what happens. Usually I would think because he's his family's rich and all that and because it was such a tragedy, they would be like, we're retiring this number. Nope, we're giving it to the next person that joins. You think? Yeah. So what is, so the, the show draws a lot of parallels between Archie and Jason. They're both... Um, beautiful gingers. Mm-hmm. Um, now Archie has uh, Jason's number, and so I'm assuming that Archie's also playing the same position that Jason played on the football team. W- what is it? I don't. I don't get this. I don't either. And I, you know, I was thinking about it too. And I remember when we watched it the first time. I was like, you know, why are they trying to make him like a replacement? for Jason. Yeah. And then, I don't know if it was season one or season two, but then Cheryl Carroll kind of, um, you know, She tries, makes a move. Yeah, she makes a move and is kind of trying to groom him mm-hmm. to be like Jason. So I'm like... Is it only because he's a redhead? I'm assuming so, because I don't think I've seen another redhead in town. There's Cheryl Carroll, Jason who's dead, yeah, and Archie. I legit don't know of any other redheads in the town. Well, what, um, what's her face? Um, the girl that was in Stranger Things. Is she a redhead? Oh, Barb. Uh, Barb. Yeah, I think she might be a redhead on the show, or close to it. But she's a girl, so she can't play football. Right. Um, for now. For now. Um, so Reddit says that some of the, (laughs) some of the incest vibes in that, in that reimagining of the Archie comics, Cheryl has always thrown herself at Archie, and I guess that's true even in the original ones. I don't remember her at all in the Archies that I read, and that would have been in like the eighties. So one of the one of the things the the incestuous vibes that they put out there is that Jason is very jealous of Archie. Okay. And how sure. he how she kind of throws herself at him. Um, sure. So I don't know. Maybe maybe they were gonna go somewhere with that. And again, the fan thing just kind of moved that out the way. Um, I don't know. So we go to a dance. Yes, because there's a threesome going on. It's Archie and Veronica and Betty, oh, man, and they're the, like, "Let's all go to the dance together." And I'm like, "The vibes in why? the show make me so uncomfortable." I know I'm so uncomfortable. And then I'm like, and then I think it's funny, and I even have it written down. I'm like, "Why does poor Betty wear like virginal pink?" Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And Ronnie's wearing a strapless black short dress. Um, I guess so you can tell the difference between them. Like yeah, Veronica's because they look bad. exactly alike. I mean, they don't at all. I don't know. Um, I think they just really try to drive home that small town girl of yeah. Betty. 
Well, and but still, I think if she's trying to make a move on Archie, she shouldn't be wearing blush pink dress. Like, she should have gone out and bought, like, a red dress or something. But that's like. the point, though. I don't think Betty knows how to be sexy. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. She's got the rage in her. She's got the rage. Well, we don't know that yet, but it's... Well, no, it's, because when she tried out for the cheerleading, she she gave herself Oh, the, she did? She did. So here's an idea. What if Veronica is what triggered that in her? <gasps> because Veronica, like oh. I said, from... The, look, I like Veronica's character. I do. I, I don't her. understand her in this episode. I love But her. I do like her character. But from the moment Veronica shows up, she's a bitch. She kind of is, even though she's like... I was so mean. I was just like Cheryl, but worse and all that. And I'm like, how are you better? Because you're not you're any different. Betty? Uh, but I plus, I have to say, too, when they were trying out for cheerleaders, my favorite part of the whole thing was her wearing her pearls. During the... During love, the tryouts. I love a signature piece. I do. I do, too. I do, too. I need a signature piece. You have, you have, your, you have your, your purses. I do have my purses. Yeah. Yeah, which I love. Um... Okay, so, sorry. then after so, uh, Ke- oh Kevin and Moose, um, <laughs> they have a moment in the bathroom. Yes. One of the one of the comments uh, commenters on Reddit said, "I really hope Kevin doesn't become this like stereotypical gay tag along character." Yeah. And I was like, "Aw, he does. He does. He totally. <laughs> he just shows up with any gay." And they need gay advice, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then we go to the after party, which is at the the, the Blossom um, Mansion, I guess. Sure. So here's my note here. Veronica says to Archie, she, she calls him Teen Outlander. I don't Anything? know. No. Anything? Neither I, one of us are getting I think, it. I think there's a movie called Outlander. Like an old science know. fiction movie. Not old, but like maybe in the 80s. But yeah, I know. I thought about that too. I was like, I should probably look this up to try to get these references. I bet there's a place in Reddit that you put in Riverdale reference, and it probably shows up. It'll bring all this it up. Stuff. Yeah. yeah. Maybe next episode we'll research better. I doubt it. Um, they play. I think they play "Spin the Bottle," which then turns into Seven Minutes in Heaven." Yeah, I thought those were two separate games. I think they were two. Did you ever play either one of them? No. 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 I no. never played Seven Minutes in Heaven, but I did play Spin the Bottle. No. Well, I, I never was... really went to parties that much. Oh, okay. Like, there would only be, like, five of us that would hang out all the time, you know, but we never did the Spin the Bottle. My first kiss, um, I think, was Spin the Bottle. Well, you live on the West Bank. Yeah. I li- so, I live in a very small area of New Orleans. <laughs> it's a small community. Um, That's funny. You should, So, though. of course... Uh, Betty's desperately hoping for seven minutes in heaven with Archie, but Cheryl, being mm-hmm. the chaotic evil in the show, um, declares that it's Veronica and Archie. Even though the bottle is pointed directly in between Betty and Veronica. I know. And she's no. like, I'm thinking it's pointing towards Veronica. And I was like, in what? <laughs> How? <sighs> because. Because we need Cheryl to move the plot along. Listen, we, I love Cheryl. They, of course, try to restrain themselves. But as we later learn um, in, in the subsequent seasons, they are disgusting. They, oh God, I'm, I'm so uncomfortable by this. Because uh, I'm like, I don't, I don't know. 
It it upsets me because I'm like, really, you're that much of a teenager. You are shoved in the closet with somebody, and you're so overtaken by your hormones that y'all just jump each other. Betty runs off. Um, I think yeah. Veronica chases after her. I started losing interest at this point. I think no. Um, what happened is is they come out. Where's Betty? She's gone. And Veronica and Archie are like, or Archie's like, let's go look for her together. And Ron's like, Veronica's like. No, she doesn't want us both showing up looking for her, like, at the same time. Like, because that'll show that they're... Together. Together, I guess. I don't know why it can't just be two friends that were two of the three people on a date going looking for the third person. Yeah, first of all, all three of them were on a date together. So, let's not get so upset. Well, that's just it. I'm like, you're both dates. Now, I know you have a big crush on Archie, but... I mean, so, it's seven minutes in heaven. Archie does find Betty um, at her house. I think it's outside of her house, which is <laughs> she like, went. She had. Let me ask you this: How many places do you think Archie checked Pops? before he went to his next door neighbor's house? Um, I'm saying I'm thinking outside the dance, Pops, and then home. Yeah, so at least three places. Yeah. Before well, he found her, good girl Betty gonna go. I mean, it's just you know we don't we know that Archie's not the best detective. I'm surprised he found her at all. <laughs> she could be standing on his doorstep, and he'd be like, "I can't find her." She declares her love for him. Yes, it's very sweet. And uh, he says that she's just she's just too good for him, and he's right. Yeah. Well, is he though? No. Is he? What we find out about Betty later on, is he too good for Betty? I mean, yeah, she might be a little psychotic, but <laughs> he's he's just not very smart. Well, you can tell in this whole episode that he's not really interested in Veronica or Betty. He's interested in the teacher that stole his virginity. But Archie does go to Pops. I'm not sure if it's before or after Betty's declaration of love. I think it's after, but I don't know. And who do we find at Pops? Jughead! Yay! Yay! Our voiceover! I love Jughead. Writing the worst novel ever. I'm writing a novel. I'm like at 15. (laughs) Sure you are. Have you had something traumatic happen to you? Which he kind of has. His name is Jughead. (laughs) With his his daughter, or with his sister Sweet Pea, or what's her name? Uh, yes, her name is Sweepy. I mean, yeah. were the parents on drugs when they... No, no, Sweet... No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Let me correct myself. Sweepy. Sweepy is a guy. It's a guy. That's the one that I'm not sure if it's a guy or a girl, and I keep He's asking you. a member of a gang. Thank you very much. He's very tough. <laughs> With a name like Sweepy. And I swear to God, I feel like I wore, like, a scented lotion <laughs> in, in middle school called Sweet Pea. It was. It was I think it was at Bath and Body Works. Thank um, you. You know, where everybody shopped. No, Jughead's younger sister's name is Jellybean. Okay, because there's a difference between Sweet Pea and Jellybean. I don't know. I think Jellybean is adorable. I love well, that. Well, she's five. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I don't know Jughead. how old she is. Coming up in season three, we are going to meet Jellybean. Yes, and Jughead's mom, who might be What's-Her-Face from Scream. That'd be great. Because Um, his daddy is What's-His-Face from Scream. From Scream. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> the Reddit commenters were very upset that Jughead did not have a plate of hamburgers in front of him. Yes, because in the comic, all he did was eat 24-7. And they kind of yeah. touch on that in, in the episodes that come up later on. I feel like instead, he does eat a lot. He does. Um, He's got that, like, Brad Pitt thing going where, like, in every scene he has to have food. Yes. But I feel like in the show they kind of replace the burgers with coffee. Yes. Because he's always at Pops drinking coffee. Or milkshakes. Writing his novel. Or or, or milkshakes, yeah, Yeah. writing his novel. (laughs) Yeah, writing his novel at 15. And and that right there goes to show you the level of... um, parental um how much these these adults are paying attention oh yeah you have a boy in a diner it has got to be after 11 o'clock alone yeah. mm-hmm. he and pops knows that he's there for hours sure. so he must be having his dinner there and is never wondering where this boy's family is well and and my thing is like is there a curfew like no. I mean, they're supposed to be 15 there can't be they can't there can't be and, again, it wouldn't be too hard to find the teenagers because they're always at Pops. Right, So yeah. if you're going to do a sweep for a, hey, curfew, you stop at Pops, and then you go to the Bloom, is that their name? Cheryl Bloom? The Blossoms. Blossom. Yeah. <laughs> Mansion. Like, those are the two places you go. Um, okay, so that's it. Um, did wow. we miss anything? Do you have anything that we didn't hit on? Yes. Mm-hmm. I have to say that I love Cheryl's lips. <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love this show so much. So much. It's it's awful. It, it's awful, and it knows it, and it's okay with itself. And maybe that's just what I aspire to be. Yes, <laughs> just awful and okay with myself. <laughs> we totally love this show, and I think if I remember correctly, I think I started watching it, but then it was like, God, this is awful, and walked away, and you kept asking me for a show, and I kept saying, I think you should watch Riverdale. I think you should watch Riverdale, and you finally did, and you're like, you just sat down and like, yeah. It's everything. Well, what it is, is it replaced the Pretty Little Liars shape (laughs) hole in my heart. It filled that hole. You watch some terrible shows. You watch some terrible shows. Pretty Little Liars. And it has the same vibe. Pretty Little Liars is a very small town. We've got a murder mystery. um, A beautiful person who may or may not be dead. We did forget something. That Moose and Kevin went to the lake. That's right. So, at the end of the episode, Moose and Kevin were going to go skinny dipping. Or something. Um, They were going to start with skinny dipping and then see what happened after that. And they stumble upon, very Stephen King-esque, the dead body of Jason Blossom. Who was? Um, He was shot in the head. He did not drown uh, the way that Cheryl had implied he had. Yes. Um, So, yeah, that reminded me very much of um, Stand By Me. Yes. Yes. Of, hey, do you want to go see a dead body? Yes. <laughs> um, you know, two two teenage boys down by the lake, and in Stephen King's story, I think he's by the is he by the lake or is he by the railroad tracks? Railroad tracks. Railroad tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All I can think of is you'll float too. <laughs> yeah. That's how I was like you'll float too. I was waiting for mm-hmm. it both to show gin- up. Both Pennywise. gingers. Yes, <laughs> both gingers. <gasps> they should throw Pennywise in this. It would make mm-hmm. the movie or show so much better. 
crossover. And then, like, Pennywise is afraid of Cheryl. Yes. <laughs> and Cheryl ends up killing him because she's awesome with her lips. Mm. No, I was emotionally disturbed this week um, by uh, Castle Rock. Mm. Um, this season, this episode that just came out, I think it was the sixth or seventh episode of Castle mm. Rock is, mm-hmm. oh, it's a doozy. Uh, Sissy Spacek, is that her name? Yes. Not related to Kevin Spacey, like I no, thought. No, because they have different last names. I guess. Yes. S- similar. Spacey. They're similar. <laughs> uh, she is wonderful in this show. I really think we should cover that one. We'll, we'll, maybe we'll do an episode on just this this first season. It's Stephen King. I know, and I've tried and to watch it. Bill I think Skarsgård. I need... And you know, I love the Skarsgård. Ah. It's the only yeah. reason why I watched True Blood was for the Skarsgård. So you know, you you said that you thought Bill was beautiful, and I didn't get it at first, but I, I think I think I'm starting to get it with this show. He it's is the eyes. It's something. Yeah, the eyes are a little kooky, though. But I kind of like it. You kind of like the kooky eyes. I kind of do. Hmm. Yeah. I'm telling you, I could watch it every day of the week again it's and good, be truly happy. It's a good movie. Um, yeah. And, of course, Beverly from It is in Sharp Objects, which is another show that, that we're obsessing about right now. Yes. And yeah. I read the book on that, so I really want to catch Finale up. is tonight. Oh, good. Well, I figured it had to be. The book wasn't that long. Yeah, and that's some of I've been watching a lot of YouTube reviews on mm. it. Um that's how I catch all the little hidden messages and stuff like that. And a lot of the YouTube reviews have been complaining, like, okay, they've run out of material. They're stretching it out. Maybe it should have been five or six episodes instead of seven or eight. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm fine with it. I could watch Amy Adams be um, an alcoholic, a sweaty alcoholic, for another 20 episodes. The purse girl. The purse girl. Give it to me. The purse girl from The Office. office. Everything ties back to The Office. What and if... What if, what if after Jim dumps her, she spins out of control, Yes, moves from, from Pennsylvania to Missouri, Yes, and just becomes like a raging alcoholic, Sure, and sure. decides to become a journalist instead of selling purses. Yes, but she was a cheerleader in both, so that's very yes. It's the same universe. The office and sharp objects happen in the same universe. <laughs> maybe we should maybe we should do the sharp objects, but tie it in everything to the office. Yeah. So every yeah. scene will tie into the office. <laughs> well, like, you know, um the mom, Adora, yes, is just... Tammy One from yes, Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec. Yes. Guys, this is our favorite thing to do. Yeah, this is totally us every day of the week. It's just, this person was also in that. So when we and call we... each other at work, we're like, I've got a very important work question. And you're like, yes. And I'll be like, did you watch blah, blah, blah. Is Sissy Spacek related to Kevin Spacey? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then we I am all day mm. um, at work. No, we don't. We work very hard. We work. She does. I don't. Um, work very hard. But okay, well, I think we should... Um, should we wrap it up? Because this is pretty We should wrap long. it up. Yeah. Well, it looks longer than what it really is. Because we, we... No, we've got about 15 minutes we got to cut out of this. <laughs> you so. know I wanted to say that's what she said, but... I know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Again, The Office. It goes oh, right gosh. back to it. 
Okay, so now we got to figure out how do we end this. Then we say uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Binge watch the rest of Riverdale. Yes, with us. Yeah, with us. I'll I'll work on that part. Yeah, work on that part because we don't we don't know anything yet. So. No, we'll get there. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.